We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kids and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen. Chris is back from a little break. Chris, welcome in. Hope you're ready to give some winning bets. Uh, take over from AJ. I, I don't think he had a winning record last week, but we did hit our team parlay, so that's a positive. But Chris, what's going on? Nice. I say, well, good to get the team parlay. I think we had been 0 for our last three when we had yeah. been getting them, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I missed last week, just had some stuff going on and, uh, I'm happy to be back this week. I feel like I, uh, I was saying, Adam, we, I feel like we haven't chatted in what feels like a little while. I mean, aside from sending a couple, uh, slacks each way, but, uh, yeah, happy to come back. Um, I unfortunately didn't watch much EPL last weekend, so I feel like I'm a little fish out of water right now. Um, but I did take some time here before the show, and I'm, I'm hoping that we got some good bets. This is an interesting week of Premier League matches, too, just given some of the matchups. There's really, I think Man City is the only like super heavy favorite. And then with Chelsea at Wolverhampton, you know, you, or I guess, is that, yeah, Chelsea's home oh, against yeah. Wolverhampton, always a tough match. And then we got to a couple pretty marquee matchups on the table between Brighton and Tottenham. Uh, and Liverpool and Arsenal. So, uh, yeah, excited to get back into them. And obviously, you know, hopefully we get our bets right here. You know it's going to be a tight week when the third and fourth biggest favorite are West Ham and Newcastle. Uh, <laughs> seems seems a little funny to say, but yeah, I guess it makes sense when you look at the matchups. But I'm looking at this. I got the... Uh, I got this big cheat sheet up with all 10 matches. Check this out, rotowar.com slash soccer trial. You can get this free 10-day trial. Uh, both of us use these cheat sheets pretty regularly. I just posted my betting article. You can also check that out, rotowar.com. As you can see, we got a, a yelling Jordan Pickford here on the cover, so check <laughs> that out after the show. But we're talking three matches this week on this show for game week 10. And the first one we're talking about, as you mentioned, a pretty fun one. We got Brighton home against Tottenham, and the odds have odds have gone against Tottenham, as you can see from the line movement. They used to be plus 100 to win. Now they're plus 155, so Tottenham are still away favorites. You can get Brighton to win at plus 180, and the draw is plus 245, and then over 2.5 goals is minus 115, under 2.5 goals, minus 110. So last week we had Roberto De Zerbi, his debut with Brighton, 
3-3 draw at Liverpool. I think Brighton scored the first two goals of that match. Very, very offensive, up and down kind of a game. Pretty exciting. Do you think the same thing is going to happen here? I don't know if we're going to see another 3-3 match. I mean, that's a that's a big, big ask out of both these teams. Um, but I do think we'll see a couple of goals here. You know, Brighton has been, you know, three goals against uh, against Liverpool. And then the week before that, they beat uh, Leicester City 5-2. And then prior to that, 2-1, or 2-1 loss to Fulham, which was kind of a bit of an outlier. Other than that, but so, I mean, last three matches, we've seen a lot of goals, despite the change in managerial ship. Uh, they, you know, they still look good. They played a really free-flowing. I don't know if that was more, I mean, credit to them, really. But also, like, the Liverpool defense hasn't exactly been airtight. And on the other hand, you know, you got Tottenham, who's been involved in a couple high-scoring matches, that, their last two matches, too. But they also threw down on Leicester City 6-2. Um, and then uh, they, they uh, of course, last weekend was the uh, the North London Derby that they lost uh, 3-1 to Arsenal. So I, I for just from that perspective, I feel like there's going to be a few goals in this one. Um, I will say that, like, you know, looking back at the historical data of their matchups, it's kind of been, you know, a little bit of here and there for both teams coming away with results. It's not like one team has really dominated the other in terms of in terms of like winning and losing. So I, I think uh, you know I'm kind of tr- trying to stay away from it at least from like you know picking a money line bet here. But I just like looking at the the recent matchups and how many goals have been given. I'm gonna opt for uh, this game to go over two and a half goals. I think it's at minus one fifteen. So I mean, just avoiding picking a team here and, and just hoping for quite a few goals and uh, yeah. Hopefully that gets, you know, actually, as I look at my own stats here on, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm, I'm a couple away from, you know, clawing back to 500 here. So it'd be big if I could get that. Nine, one, one, one. <laughs> Call the Federales. Yeah. Uh, so I had this bet. Uh, I changed it though, to help Chris out as he gave this to me. Oh, man. He's giving handouts now to his <laughs> podcast partner. We um, love to hear it. So I did have to uh, think about what I was going to do. My eventual, I came to Tottenham over one and a half goals at plus 130. Just leaning Tottenham, you know, you could go Brighton over one and a half. You could go Tottenham over one and a half. I was also looking at like Danny Welbeck at plus 240 to score. A couple shots on target each of the last two matches. I think it's inevitable that Welbeck's going to get one for him. But I think a good stat here, uh, I think you'll you'll like this one, Uh I think both of us, you know, came to our heads over two and a half goals. Uh, but what I was thinking is, you know, these managers love, love to go off the counter. Conte, you know, they love to take on the counter. You got Son, you got Richarlison, got Kane. Brighton, that's kind of what they're doing under Deserby. Uh, he's he, he's big and uh, building out of the back and going on the counter kind of thing. So I looked at Serie A. I looked at previous results for Deserby against Conte. And these guys actually went up head-to-head uh, four times in Serie A, going back to the uh, 2020 and 2021 seasons. So these stats are going to help us here. The first time they played, Inter won 4-3 at Sassuolo. Next match, it was 3-3. Next match, Inter won 3-0. Next match, Inter won 2-1. So there's been three goals in maybe the only four times these managers have gone against each other. I'm not sure. I didn't actually look at... Uh, Conte against, I don't know if they played against Shakhtar Donetsk when uh, Deserby was there recently, but those four results in Serie A, I think that's in our favor, and I, just, I like going with overs when you got like two counter-attacking teams playing against each other. 
because that usually means there's going to be a lot of running. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. So I like both of ours here. I think this is like a could be like a two one two two kind of a thing. So there you go. This is this is the kits and waders Adams Adroic difference right here. You know, he, he's not only looking at data from the Premier League. You know, not recent data. He's looking at Serie A data. You know, so I mean, hats off to you on that. That's a good stat poll. And yeah, I think we're pretty much in agreement that we're. I mean, you're taking Spurs, but uh, yeah, we're we're looking for the over goals here. And you know, uh, given what you said, I, I think I feel better about it than when I did when I said it. <laughs> That's. I don't know, that, that was just a a stat that aligned with my original thoughts, and I was like, "Wow, this is a great stat." So there we go. Uh, Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, worked uh, exactly in our favor. So uh, I'm not gonna. I also maybe interwinning those matchups made me uh, made me lean on Tottenham over, but uh, probably a bad route on that one. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, lo- I love the process. I mean, we got a top four Brighton side here. Yeah, this is, this is mean, a top four matchup, you know. So this is this yeah. is. I was I was giving way too much credit to the Arsenal Liverpool matchup, but meanwhile we have a third fourth place matchup. Brighton, arguably more Brighton important sneaky at this time. top four here. Yeah, sneaky top four. The Seagulls. Yeah, very, Don't forget about the yeah. Seagulls. Yeah, how could we? <laughs> All right. So, and what you thought was the biggest match is Arsenal home against Liverpool. It looks like the odds haven't really changed too much. Maybe you're getting some more Arsenal money lately, but you got Arsenal money line plus 155, uh, Liverpool plus 160, so basically an even match here. If you want the draw, that's plus 270. Over two and a half goals is minus 160. If you want to go higher, over three and a half goals is plus 155. And then under two and a half goals, plus 130. Chris, you are the Liverpool uh, expert on the show, I guess. Uh, I think I think you meant to say Dynamo. Okay, Dynamo. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arsenal are actually playing right now against Bodo Glimp. Looks like Enketia just scored as we're speaking. So Arsenal are playing Thursday, but they rotated a bunch. I think it's only like Chaka and Martinelli, maybe Gabriel starting for him. So they rotated a bunch. I don't think it's going to matter. They're also at home today. So uh, yeah, they got yeah big rotation here. Martinelli, they're starting three is Marquinhos and Ketcha and then Martinelli. So yeah. And Fabio, but, I believe is playing too. Vieira. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the midfield with Sambi Lokonga and then Jaka. But yeah. Yeah. So, so injury wise, I don't think it's going to be much of a deal here. Uh, I mean, we, I don't think Robertson's going to be back. We'll see what Liverpool look like midweek. They went to like a four, four, two, maybe four, two, three, one. I don't know if they do that again, but it's possible. Uh, we'll see with with that. But uh, do you th- do you think there's going to be a winner in this match? I guess first. Well, I mean, my heart always tells me, of course. But uh, you know, Liverpool sitting at what plus one sixty, and I think Arsenal at home is plus one fifty ish around there. So I mean, I'm I'm, de- I'm not going out of my way to pick a winner. Just given, I mean, Arsenal at home's one plus one fifty five. Sorry, is a little more attractive than Liverpool heading heading there to to pick them to get a win but you're getting about the same odds so just given our theory on Premier League home teams I think you'd rather opt for Arsenal in that but uh, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see if they, they come out with that same formation uh, Klopp was pretty adamant that it was a 4-4-2 in the pre- in like the post-game presser uh, with like 
with um I think they I was reading like Ryan Kent and then whoever else is on Rangers on the left side they they're that's like where they do most of their attacking so they had kind of solid tucking in and and Trent like staying home a little bit more I looked at the heat map and it was just like you know him like almost I think it was the first time in a while that his heat map was like in his own half um so or the majority of it so I'm interested to see if they do that again and would it be Martinelli on Arsenal's left side then it would be yeah yeah, so right yeah yeah, so I'd be interested to see if they do that again and then try to kind of push forward through, like, tucked in with a double pivot and then having, you know, uh, Kostas, like, a little bit further up the left and then Trent tucked in, which, interesting strategy given his an inability to defend. But uh, it seemed to work against Rangers. Obviously not as good as an opponent. Um, but, <laughs> Just a little bit. And, yeah, anyways. Um, so, yeah, I, I tried to steer away from a bet here that was, like, that would, you know, subject me to listening to my 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 liverpool fandom here so i actually uh, took a peek at the rotowire cheat sheet for the week um you can obviously we that's kind of where i start everything when i start looking at things but uh two of the teams who have conceded the least amount of goals this season or have given who have given away the most amount of corner or how would i say that basically what, what i'm trying yeah least amount of corners here are arsenal and liverpool um and then you know at the bottom there is manchester city and uh, so just given the fact that like neither of the team gives away a lot of corners, I feel like we won't see too many and you can get under nine and a half corners at minus one Oh five, which I feel like is like quite a bit in the Premier league. Uh, Arsenal is conceding less than, or they're it's two and a half and then Liverpool's 3.14. So just on the cheat sheet. So that's where, that's where I'm going to go. And in the past, we've talked a lot about how we're going to steer clear corner, corner bets, but that's not the case this week. Yeah, I'm just going back to the recent results. The last two, there's been seven corners in each of those games. And then there was nine corners in the scoreless draw was this last in January. But, I mean, that also included a, a Granite Jack, a red card. So you can't really look at the corners in that game. So, yeah, yeah, I think like, I mean, 10 corners is a lot of corners. Mm-hmm. I think all of our bets actually somewhat align with each other. I mean, we both took kind of the overs in the last game, and this one kind of the unders, uh, just different kind of unders here. And, you know, I kind of have the same thoughts. um, Your reasoning here on what happened with TAA midweek and how they actually approached that game I think helps my bet even more. So I'm going under 2.5 goals at plus 130. Obviously, that's going to be against the public. The public hates betting unders. But, I mean, you look at recent results, been fairly low scoring. There's been four goals in the last three meetings. I guess in the three meetings last season, oh, sorry, I guess, under two and a half. I guess two of those were in the uh, in the cup match because uh, they had two games in that within a week of each other. But last three matches, four goals total. And I just think that, like what you saw with Liverpool, uh, you know, they had that 3-3 match against Brighton. It seemed like, you know, Klopp is kind of changing things up a little bit. Like, he, he doesn't want to keep allowing three goals. He wants to play maybe a little more safer, and maybe that's going to make things a little more defensive than than some people think. And then you also throw in Arsenal at home. Uh, pretty solid at home. You know, they, they had that win against Tottenham last week, and arguably playing... Almost as good as Manchester City. Obviously, they're not scoring as many as Manchester City, but playing really well. And the, their defense is pretty much healthy. Uh, they got Party in there. They got Chaka in there in the, in the midfield. And it's working for them. Uh, I think it's going to be... 
I just think it's going to be defensive. So you're getting plus money under two and a half goals. I mean, we saw the results last season. I think we're looking at maybe not scoreless, but this could be like a 1-1, 1-nil, 2-nil kind of a thing. So I like the under two and a half, though. I don't think I don't think this is a game that's that's up and down, like what we just saw from Liverpool-Brighton. Yeah. Interesting enough, across all competitions, Liverpool's won eight of the last 11 matches, I think, or are unbeaten in eight of the last 11 against Arsenal. So Arsenal, like a, a new side this year, definitely, without a doubt. Um, I'm interested to see it, like if they kind of like bury the hatchet on some of these these demons against Liverpool, where it's like they they won a couple matches. I think one was a League Cup, but other than that, they've they've kind of I think they won one in 2020 in the Premier League, but other than that, they've kind of struggled to beat beat Liverpool over the last couple of years. The one worry with this is that Arsenal has been good this season, and right, very good. Very all good. of their matches have been over two and a half goals outside of their opener. 2-0 win at Crystal Palace. So you look at that, but then again, this is Liverpool. And if they do want to play more defensive than, than they've looked in recent games, like a lot of those games weren't with Joel Matip in, in the, on the back line. Joe Gomez was thrown out after bad making bad. I don't know, three mistakes, three <laughs> oh, mistakes that led to goals in one game. So... Yeah. So you got that in there. Actually, Konate returned to the bench last game too, yep. uh, midweek. So I mean, there's a chance he's even in there. That's definitely a boost. So I, I, I like the under. We'll see what happens, but hoping it's not like a two-one game. I'll say. Yeah, definitely. And we got it in that prime time, that prime time TV spot on uh, Sunday. So that's that's money. Yeah, I believe there's four games Sunday, and they're all at different times, which. It's kind of like I guess the two early ones are at the same time. I was gonna say it's kind of oh, like yeah. yeah, it's kind of like COVID times when it's just like here we'll do four games at different times, four games at different times, and then we'll do one on Monday, one on Friday, kind of thing. It's like, well, okay, this is weird, but bad if you're playing daily fantasy sports. Right. Great, great if you're just trying to chill and watch a bunch of soccer games. Great if you want to like just have one bet. Let it ride. Have another bet. Let it ride. Have another yeah, bet. Like, let it ride. Have entirely either have entirely too much coffee or too many beers sitting on your couch throughout the day. <laughs> well, well, in that case, it's like the, you or get to the late you get to the late match, and it's like, all right, well, I lost <laughs> I lost my first three bets of the day. So what are we going to yes. do here? Let's just keep going. I need to win my money back. Yeah. Let's see what happens. You're in a mental pretzel, just trying to be like, okay, I got to get it back, or I'm like, oh, I'm up big. <laughs> exactly. All right, so speaking of, you know, Monday-Friday matches, we got a Monday night match. Last week, you know, we talked about Nottingham Forest last week, but for some reason, they're getting all these Monday night matches. Obviously, they they don't have European competition, so that's part of it. But it is funny getting uh, back-to-back Monday night matches for Nottingham Forest. But they're home against Aston Villa. You can get them. Uh, looking at the line movement, I don't know. They were plus 260 at... at uh, a few weeks ago during the international break. That's kind of surprising, but it's gone down. So Nottingham Forest plus 225 to win. Aston Villa, you can get plus 120 at DraftKings. The draw is plus 245. Over two and a half goals, plus 100. Under two and a half goals, minus 130. This is just a tough game, I think. Uh, just a tough game to read. Do you have do you have a read on it? I guess I'll say. I feel kind of strongly about it, actually. But all right, there you go. Um, speak, speak to us. <laughs> I mean, all right. Let's look at uh, Nottingham. They have been getting absolutely. I mean, 
kind of obliterated here defensively. They've given up what four goals, three goals, three goals, six goals um, to match. I mean, that's Man City, so obviously a little bit different beast there. Uh, gave up two to Tottenham as well, uh, so they've lost their last five. And in each game, it's been over one and a half goals. So, uh, I mean, that leads to me to my theory that I'm going to take um, take Aston Villa to win. Which you know, I t- to be clear here, I don't exactly love Aston Villa <laughs> this season. Uh, they've kind of been just like uh, I guess it's like Wonder Bread in compared to to Rye Bread. You know, just kind of a little boring. Um, but uh, so yeah, I like them to go to win and to go over one and a half goals here overall. And I think you get what plus one seventy five odds, so you get some pretty awesome odds here. Um, I just don't see how. I mean, they're keep they Steve Bruce is or is it Steve Bruce? Cooper. The Steve Cooper is still at Nottingham, despite like I mean some pretty embarrassing losses. I will say like you know when you bring in twenty plus players, there's bound to be some lack of continuity, but. I just think Aston Villa, much stronger side here, despite all the transfers that Nottingham has made. And they're actually playing decent lately. They've, they, they're unbeaten in their last three. I mean, not the not the most uh, – I mean, they tied Man City, you know, 1-0 over Southampton. Not a great – not a, a huge result, but it is a result regardless. And then that 0-0 draw with Leeds United last week. So all that said, I just – I think Aston Villa can actually win this match. And if they don't, it would be pretty – pretty disappointing for them overall so i got that at uh what was it plus 175 for villa and plus one and a half so a little a parlay within a bet if you yes will. yes Aston villa to win and then the over one and a half goals there you go i like it i like that i think that's that bet makes sense um but i i have kind of the same theory i don't know if theory is the right word but what i took last week so we had we had Leicester City home against Nottingham Forest. I took I actually had two separate bets. One in my article, one in this show. You know, I was I was just talking about Brandon Rodgers. It's like Leicester, they're either not going to show up because they don't want to play for Brandon Rodgers, or they're going to show up and win this game easily. So I hit you know I hit Leicester and I did a similar parlay to you. I hit Leicester to win in the over, and then I hit I think over three and a half goals. And Here, let me let me back up real quick. Your theory was that they could either win or they could lose. To sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know I'm what? Sorry. That led to winning bets. So. Oh, boom. We love it. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It matters. It's not how, it's how many. All right. Well, maybe they're not going to lose, but it's either they're going to actually play for Brendan Rodgers or they're not going to actually, like, they are, they're a better team than Nottingham Forest. It's whether they're actually, they show up or not kind of a thing. Yeah, totally. So like the thought process here is that I think even though they have twenty new players, maybe you know that love for Steve Cooper maybe isn't there. But you know, I think as a club, as fans, it seems like everyone loves Steve Cooper. They're backing him a lot. You know, yeah. I, I considered I think a couple of weeks ago over the national break, like Steve Cooper was eight to one for the next manager to be sacked, and then you know I looked into it and it's like, well. Like I said, it seems like management likes him. They're going to try and work it out for him. So you got that. You got Monday night match under the lights. And Nottingham Force have played well at times. Like they have the win against West Ham. You know, they battled Tottenham in a, in a home match. Um, and sure, you look at their other results and it's like, okay, they gave up three goals to Bournemouth uh, in the second half, three goals to Fulham. They haven't looked good. So... That's kind of why I think this is a harder match to project. We could get we could get a team that's you know 
riding together under the lights, playing for Steve Cooper, putting up a fight here, or we're going to get the same team we've seen for the past month and asking Villa to win. So I, I do think Villa's a side, but I, that's just what uh, where I'm coming at. But I guess I can get into my bet now. Uh, <laughs> not, not the best odds. We're kind of the opposite. So you can get plus 175 in yours. Mine's minus 135. So it's under 10 and a half corners. Just getting back to what you're saying with Aston Villa. So Aston Villa struggled earlier in the season, and Steven Gerrard basically changed things up. He wanted to go a little bit more defensive, wanted to contain teams a little more. We saw that late last season. And, I mean, what was since the Crystal Palace match maybe uh, that we've seen him play a little more defensive. Yeah. Like, they have the draw against Man City. They got the win against Aston Villa. You got the scoreless draw against Leeds. All those matches, they're pretty much limiting corners. Uh, five total corners in the West Ham match. There was eleven in the in the Leeds match, but you know Leeds got a red card in the forty eighth minute, so you can't really include that. Nine corners in the Southampton match, and then he got five in the Manchester City match. I just think Aston Villa—they're limiting opportunity opportunities for the other team. And on the other side of that, they're not really getting a ton of corners, even though Nottingham Forest allow a ton of corners. I think they actually maybe they'll show up defensively. But Maybe if they don't, I'm not sure the corners will be there for Aston Villa. So let's do under 10.5 corners, minus 135. I just talked for like five straight minutes. What do you think about everything I said here? You, I mean, we swore off the corner bets, <laughs> and we're right back to it. Like, it's like, uh, I think there's that meme when the, the clown uh, takes off his, his clown fa- like my face mask. And then what does he do? But what's under it? But another clown yeah. face mask. And it just that keeps is going. Right keeps now. going. <laughs> yeah, it's like taking off the layers. And oh, I'm still a clown. Um, but well, the I, thing I, is, I, uh, I, I should have said like I the last time I took a corner bet, we won it because it was a it was in the team parlay. I had Newcastle mm-hmm. over, and I'd said if this doesn't hit, I'm not going to take a corner bet again. This, this is true. This is now true. I hit one. There's two corner bets in this show. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I think I'm, to be fair, I'm only over one on one corner bet this year. So Sorry, I there's don't, three I don't, corner I, bets, including yours. So this is a corner show now. <laughs> oh, man. Call it the corners and wagers here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, interesting bet. I will say, like, giving, based on like the, the things that I did for my corner bet, I was looking at our cheat sheet. Nottingham Forest give up, concede the second most corners of any Premier League team. So does that concern you at all? Let's. Uh... Didn't for the under? Didn't your losing corner bet wasn't that the Nottingham Forest match and they had one corner or something? Yeah, yeah, it was like I think Nottingham and Tottenham. I want to say, maybe. All right, let me pull it up. It was two nil, and yeah, Nottingham Forest had six corners in that match and Tottenham had one. <laughs> Absolute didn't yeah so. I mean the under on ten and a half here is a much better play than trying to go over. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it scares me too much. Uh, let, let's actually pull up. We can actually do home and away. Let's see what the difference is home and away. A little better. They're only allowing six corners per home match. Uh, so okay, I mean, and Bill is allowing like overall like what like four I think a match. Yeah, away from home, Aston Villa. They but are a little near under the bottom five. here. Yeah, about oh, five. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. That's. Um, you know, I'm no mathematician here, but I think that that's right around under nine and a half or under 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
feel I feel good about it, especially at minus one thirty five odds. You know, pretty long or pretty favorable, I guess, in terms of them being you know right on that cusp. But anyways, we spent a lot of time on corners. Do we get yeah. into our parlay here? Yeah, sorry for those who don't use our cheat sheets. I was looking at the corners, but I didn't have that screen up. It's right at the bottom here. Uh, team conceded stats. You can click total, home, away, and then just click corners and see uh, all the corners allowed, that kind of thing. So right there, pretty easy. And, you know, this includes every team because it's the, uh, the full game cheat sheet. So there you go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But yeah, team parlay time. As I said, AJ and I hit last week. I took, I think it hit right uh, right at the end for me. I took both teams to score in Newcastle and Fulham. Uh, Fulham had an early nice. red card. They got a late goal. Escaped with that one. A bit lucky. And then uh, AJ took no on both teams to score for West Ham and Wolverhampton, which was a pretty easy one there. So this week, a little different. A little different. Uh, I'll just get in right into it. You said enough of the corners talk, but I'm taking another corner bet. It's uh, it's the same bet I took a few weeks ago on this, and it worked. Newcastle. Uh, so over six and a half corners for Newcastle is plus 100. Um, I'm just getting the extra plus 05 here. Race to seven corners, plus 105. So you look at it, uh, Newcastle, as we said earlier, the fourth biggest favorite on the slate. At home, they tend to they tend to do well at home. Uh, they tend to control the pace of matches. They tend to attack a lot. And Callum Wilson's back. I think that's a boost. Bruno's Bruno's back as well. He played last week, so you got all that in there. You got with Brentford that uh, Pontus Janssen is out with an injury, so we actually don't know if Brentford are going to do three center backs or they're going to plug in Zonka or Christopher Ager at the uh, other center back spot against Ben Mee. So that's one thing going against Brentford. They, they still have Norgard out. And I just think Newcastle are going to control this one. Uh, I'm not sure the exact numbers, but when I was looking earlier, they have, I think, five of their matches this season have been over seven corners. Like They have matches with eight corners, 11 corners, 10 corners, that kind of thing. So uh, I just like them to control the pace in this one. And that'll lead to corners. And that I mean, that was my theory in the last one, so going with it again. Uh, Newcastle nice. race to seven corners plus 105. What do you got to win this parlay? If, going back here, if, if Brentford are forced to play Zonka at center back, you know, like looking 
go find those Newcastle bets where, wherever you can. Like, I feel like every time he plays at, at, in defense for them, it's just like they're Bradford are bad. So Yes. I mean, speaking of that, just in terms of like just watching lineups when they come out. Um, so last week, Newcastle were at Fulham. And we had a surprise where it was, so Anthony Robinson was out, Kenny Tete was out, so Fulham was doing two new center, or two new fullbacks, and they just were, you know, out of it from the start, like Mbabu and uh, Kurzawa, who didn't even play for PSG last season, so like, just simple things like that to watch out for, I think I grabbed Callum Wilson to, to score uh, when the lineups came out, I think it was plus 160. So, like, if you see, like, weird lineup things like that, like Zonka's in the starting 11, like, I like in that case, like, I jump on Callum Wilson to score again, I jump on Newcastle money line, that kind of thing. So, just something to keep your eye on uh, an hour before these games start. So, all right, back yeah, to the parlay. Yeah, so um, I guess we got your parlay here and then mine. Um, I'm taking Bournemouth. It will be hosting a rejuvenated Leicester City side. They won four 0 last week against who? Who did I say that was against? It was not an M Forest who's who's lost to everyone. Um, prior to that, Leicester City haven't done anything. They're sitting tied for basically bottom of the table here with nine M Forest. Uh, Bournemouth, on the other hand, have actually had a good run of form. They've uh, drawn three of their last four with a win somewhere in the middle there. And um, they're actually playing pretty solid. Uh, I will say that the their opposition hasn't been particularly good against Brentford, Newcastle, um, and uh, Nottingham, and then Wolves. So, like, nobody crazy there. But Leicester haven't been good, good either here. So I'm taking them playing at home against Leicester City, who have just one win on the season. I'm going to take that double chance, and I believe that is – uh, minus 135 so you know in order for this to be uh kits and wages parlay it's got to be plus 200 outs which we get at plus 256 when we couple that with your plus 105 here so um it would be great to go you know i guess you and aj got it last week but for us to kind of get back on the horse here and uh and uh, hit this hit this parlay which i actually feel okay about mm-hmm. yeah this this uh this lester game is kind of difficult but i'm i'm on your side on this one bournemouth have so since they sacked uh, Scott Parker, since they sacked Scott Parker, like Gary O'Neill has taken over, and they've just played defensive. Uh, they've played very defensive to where they're just limiting teams, and at times, you know, playing probably too defensive and trying, you know, trying their luck out. But I'm not sure, you know, Leicester are just because they beat Nottingham Forest four nil that you know they're back. They're back to to being a top 10 team, a top 6 team or anything like that. So I, I like it. I mean, you look at, you mentioned the recent results, but, you know, getting the 1-1 result at Newcastle was, was pretty impressive. Uh, that was the match where I took over over 6.5 corners, Newcastle had 8 corners in that one. But just getting a result in a game like that, and then they really just made things ugly against Brentford, who Brentford maybe not the same firepower as Leicester, but pretty similar overall uh those teams Brentford and Leicester I mean you look at that one it was it was pretty defensive overall uh neither team had you know an expected goal total over one so I I like it I think you know Bournemouth are going to play for they're basically trying to play for one point and that's what this bet is so and again given Leicester I think it's it's a pretty decent route to take so yeah plus 256 on that so 
Let's hope we're next week we're, we come back and we're talking talking about a, another parlay win. So we yeah. can use some help. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, I didn't mention. Uh, so I'm 17-7. and seven. I went 4-0 last week. Absurd. Just the, the man is on a heater. <laughs> I, you know, I don't like bragging about myself, and it's never good to talk about your winnings on in, in terms of betting. So, but, so. You know, me, well, everyone, but. <laughs> but you know, I just got to get the word out on how much success that that I've been having. So, like seven, I've been seventeen and seven in on this show. And if you do a hundred dollar bets on that, as we do, uh, it's up thirteen uh, thirteen hundred and eighty three dollars uh, because I you know I do a lot of plus bets. Uh, so a lot of big money there. I just want to throw that one out to the people. Chris, yeah, don't Chris li- is getting don't listen to me. Do not listen to me is what he's saying, and listen to him. And I agree with that that theory. All right. Well, last time Chris was on the show, he went three and zero. So take that into account. I'm back, baby. I'm back. All right. That's that's all we got for the games we're talking about. Does anything else stand out to you? Uh, just in terms of these matchups, I like uh, Chelsea. I took Chelsea to beat AC Milan uh, midweek. Uh, you know, Wolverhampton. Sack Bruno Lage. Still don't have Nathan Collins because he's suspended. That kind of thing. Uh, I'd, I'd take West Ham to beat Fulham. Uh, just check on those lineups again. We'll see what happens with their fullback situation, which I was talking about. But anything else stand out to you in terms of uh, just watchability of these games or anything? Uh, you yeah, I mean, I, kind of we thing? got uh, Manchester, Manchester United going to Everton. You know, traditionally a pretty good match. Everton are, are, uh, are okay. So, yeah, I'm interested in that match just from a watching perspective. I mean, Everton have, what, won two in a row and had drawn three before that, so they're, they're like, unbeaten. And then United, of course, prior to getting – I forget who they lost to. Oh, Man City, sorry. Mm-hmm. Prior to losing to Man City, they had won four straight. So two teams in, like, decent form. I mean, and it's it's absolutely no, no like, bad on you for dropping dropping points to Man City, you know. So they they just smoke everybody anyways. Yeah, Manchester United. I actually think Everton are just not getting a ton of respect in terms of the odds. But Manchester United were in uh, what Cyprus today. Uh, they came back. They're down. Uh, they came back. They won three two today. So they're traveling a bit. Uh, so you know this is a Thursday to Sunday turnaround to where they're traveling to, from from Cyprus to to Everton in this one. But you know I just think Everton. This isn't the same Everton team as last season. Uh, you know I wrote about this in my yeah. article, but like. Connor Cody and Tarkowski together is not the same back line as last season. Like Idrissa Gay, Amadou Anona, not the same midfielders as last season. So you got all these things. Like my, Michael Lenko wasn't in, in the team at the beginning of the year, kind of a thing. Um, yeah, so even Neil Malpe and Calvert Lewin's getting there. So like these odds are almost based off of like Everton in the second half of last season, but it's not the same team. So like, why are they? Still, what plus two sixty underdogs? So that, that's kind of what my thoughts are on that one. One final thing here before I, I run out of air is um, we got to check the Holland goal stats. And so I mean, we're getting any time at minus one seventy. The guy is a robot. He's a cheat code. It's minus two sixty. Where are you looking at? Oh, I'm. I said, what did I say? You said minus one. Minus one. Oh, sorry. To score his first or last? Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. I got. I'm in goal score premiere. Yeah, on DraftKings, I got <laughs> minus, 400, minus 400. Holy cow. I wonder I wonder if these odds are coming. Where are you yeah. getting those odds? You got to go grab those. 
Yeah, minus four hundred on DraftKings. Holy yeah. cow! He's he is a plus one sixty first score last score. Right. Um, and then so there's actually a little bit of I would consider popping at least the first one. Even either one doesn't matter. Um, the yeah, first score first, at least it, it the first like score first though I would scores. rather have because because you know he might sub off right, later right, in right. the match. So and they might score another goal. But other than that, I mean you got you can get um. To score two or more is plus one ten. That's interesting. But to score another hat trick is plus three sixty, which is insane for a hat trick. I'd, I'd rather just take the first goal at one sixty. I, seems... I think you're right too. I think that seems like the best bet for Holland. Hmm. Yeah, seems I automatic. Think, I think these odds are at FanDuel. Uh, most of our odds on our cheat sheets are FanDuel. So okay, if you got money at FanDuel, minus two sixty for Holland. So not too bad there, but. Yeah, that's all we got for today. Uh, bunch of winners, bunch of games to talk about, and you know I feel pretty good in all of these. I mean, you look at you look at our bets that they're pretty much aligned for the most part. All of them are, and uh, as we said, I think uh, team parlay hits. So here we go. This is the week we go seven and zero. Chris is back, and we're back to getting some wins. But you can find Chris at chr owen eight on Twitter. I am at rotasdroik. Chris, thanks for joining me. And we'll be back next week, as usual, for Game Week 11. And, of course, there's uh, there's more Champions League next week, too. So, never-ending content at Rotowire. But, Chris, thanks again. See you later. Thanks, Adam. Have a great weekend.